Hello, I'm Stefan. And I'm Meryl. And, and welcome, welcome to Cutie and the Geek. Geek. Welcome back to Cutie and the Geek, a podcast by fans for fans. It's uh, Stefan and Meryl here again. And Meryl, what have we just watched? Well, Stefan, we have just watched the brand new trailer for the upcoming Avengers movie, Infinity War. And um, I think it's safe to say it's made us even more excited about this upcoming film. I didn't think it was possible. I think uh, we are um, what the kids tell me is gassed at the moment. <laughs> are we? Are we gassed we are at the moment? We are 100% gassed. Right. It's um. It's lit. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I'm going to try and uh, say in terms of you know the hip lingo that that the youth are using. Um, but yeah, um, so we thought that we'd um, do two things uh, with the podcast uh, this week. First, we'll just maybe spend, I don't know, three or five minutes uh, talking about how we feel about the trailer and, um, you know, the fact that Infinity War is coming, coming very soon, uh, where we were about uh, a month and, I think a month and ten days. I cannot believe that this film... A decade in the making since Marvel movies began is now a month and ten days away. I know. Tell me about it. It's uh, it's quite something. And as you say, a decade in the making. Uh, we've seen both of the Infinity War trailers now. Uh, we've been, you know, on board with the MCU since pretty much day one, haven't we? You know, yeah. we we liked Iron Man. You know, two thousand eight. Uh, the Iron Man original film came out. Uh, yeah, for me, they really haven't put a foot wrong. There are definitely some films in the MCU universe which are stronger than others, but even at their quote-unquote weakest, arguably, moments, I mean, it's still been a really strong franchise. Yeah, I mean, you know, at their worst, the films are sort of typical popcorn action films. Yeah, but I'd still um, very gladly give my money to Marvel to go and see uh, Absolutely, and, you know, we're not going to be the first to say that if only DC could do something to capture some of... Because, I mean, look, you and I are both probably Marvel fans first and I, foremost. I think I've always been Marvel over DC, but I'm not exclusive to Marvel. No, we, I mean, we, we don't really... want DC to fail. No, you know, we'd not. love for their films. I mean, it can. it's only... Only good can come from their exactly. films being good. It's only a win for comic book fans all around. Absolutely. So. But, you know, for whatever reason, they just don't seem to have hit the nail on the head... You know, they've wobbled between very dark to more light-hearted. And then, you know, most famously with Justice League, you know, their most recent one, it's a, a bit of a tale of two films, you know, started with Zack Snyder's directing, quite a serious director. Yes. And then, you know, rewrites and reshoots with Joss Whedon coming on board to try and, you know, give it that, that more levity, brighter, uh, a more sort of humorous angle. Um, that's not all Joss is good for, but, you know, it's it, his his sort of witty dialogue is one of the things that, you know, throughout his career has been something you can go to Joss Whedon for. And the film, I think in the end, it didn't feel as a whole and complete. Um, but this, but look, this is not, uh, we, we didn't start out this podcast to interview, uh, to interview, to uh, a, um, you know, assess Justice League. We're here to talk about Marvel. No, certainly not. And so in thinking about how Marvel and what they have captured in their MCU, but then also the big ensemble films with the Avengers that perhaps DC hasn't been able to capture. There's a lot of merit there. So let's start with this trailer, Stefan. Yeah. Um, so the second trailer for Infinity War is um, fresh off the release of Black Panther, which of mm. course was released after the very first trailer we saw for this movie. That's true, yeah. So how does that timeline help assess our understanding of what will happen? I think, you know, we kind of, in a way, we get the scenes with Black Panther in the second trailer. And, and now that we've seen the film Black Panther, we understand better the scenes set in Wakanda uh, in the first trailer. We Wakanda know we, we, forever. Wakanda forever. And we, we didn't have a context to understand those scenes in the first trailer, which we do now. And we see some of the actual characters, you know, some of the supporting cast of, of Black Panther, all of whom did a 
fantastic job an and it excellent was a, a movie uh, it was indeed it was which an, of course an excellent will, film yeah definitely uh, which will certainly towards the end of this uh, podcast be reviewing in its own right yeah well i mean we might do i mean i i i i i think if you're going to truly review a film you've got to see it maybe a second time well uh, to, at least the character <laughs> well that's that's right that's right now that that is and that's you know uh, what we'll do in the you know the main part of this podcast um, inspired by the Infinity War trailer and the coming together of all of these characters, um, as you say, Meryl, a decade in the making, you know, from meeting Tony Stark in 2008's Iron Man to whatever the fate of Tony Stark is likely to be, plus all the other characters at the end of Infinity War, um, it's really sort of brought home to us both uh, this vast cast of characters and all these heroes that we've come to care about but inevitably, we care about some more than others, don't we? We certainly do. And we'll be ranking our favourite MCU characters in order. In order. We're going to go through one by one and, and place them in a list and, uh, and, and see who you and I agree, if indeed we do agree. We might need to keep separate lists. But we'll see if we can come to a consensus on which, who, who is our favourite character and then run through the list all the way down to those heroes that we... Uh, just kind of, not say couldn't care less about, but yeah. uh, are not so interesting to us. So that's what we're going to be doing shortly. But is there anything else uh, you want to say about the the trailer? This isn't a review of the trailer, but is there anything that stood out to you? Any particular moments? I think there's just been real moments watching the trailer just a second time now, where I've I've almost forgotten just how many characters we've mm-hmm. come to grow and love um, in the last decade and how they are possibly all going to share screen time and to do each character justice. I, I doubt we're going to see much characterization in such a in yeah. such an ensemble piece. I mean, have, has there ever been a film to try and do what Marvel is doing at this point in time? I, I, I mean, I'm not the greatest of film historians, but it seems to me that I, I can't actually think of another moment in history when you know, everything is being tied together in such a way. You would have occasional crossover films here and there in cinema history, uh, but to bring in, what are we looking at, 20, 30 um, main characters, let alone all the supporting cast and supporting characters from, uh, I'm not even sure how many films there have been, actually. I mean, what, uh, what do you have to do to, to join the Marvel creative team on on a on a project like this, I mean, are you the kind of person who can play ten games of chess simultaneously? <laughs> that you've been playing um, Risk since you were three. I mean, what what? How do you possibly? I mean, are you a detective in your spare time? How do you possibly link all these dots together? I mean, it's um what uh what I um Kevin Fahey the um. I can't remember his actual title. I was going to call him the, the head honcho of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, of I course, like it's. That. Head honcho. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, uh, I like it too. Um, you know, what he's been able to do to steer all of this through. And of course, all, you know, the people at board level choosing which directors to hire and which actors to hire. And, and again, I don't think we've had. I can't think of an example of flawed casting. No. Um, I don't think I can, actually. Not off the top of my head. I think all the main people have been... I mean, obviously, there's some who... You know, you you can't imagine someone else doing it now. Uh, You know... Iron Man does. Yeah, I mean, who who on earth could possibly inhabit the role of Tony Stark after Robert Downey Jr? I think Robert Downey Jr. is essentially playing himself, but that doesn't do, like, justice to no, the actor. No, no, it doesn't. But, I mean, as, um, as, of course, he said in the, the very end of his first film, I am Iron Man. And, and, and yes, he is. He, he truly he, is. He truly is. And, you know, if they were to ever recast, rather than retiring that character to try and recast a different actor... I think they'd be facing at least the same amount of struggle that over at Fox they're facing if they try to recast Wolverine. Because again, Hugh Jackman, so synonymous with that role. And, uh, you know, who knows whether um, we might well, you know, with all these acquisitions and mergers and and Disney becoming an even greater empire than it currently is, um, you know, whether we might get the 
the X-Men enfolded into this Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean... Stefan, as you know, this for me is the ultimate dream. I mean, where does a franchise go from here? Um, the reason why I am such a Marvel fan is my first love for the X-Men. Um, my first comic book love, uh, my first cartoon love from the 1992 series. Well, it must have run for a few years, uh, I would have thought. But, uh, uh, yeah. Certainly the 90s X-Men cartoon. The 90s X-Men, Which you was know. astonishing. And, you know, people of our generation, you know, have a special love for that. It was our Saturday morning cartoon show growing up, you know, it was... For sure. And I think if you think of this movie being 10 years in the making, where does Marvel go from here? For me... For me personally, I would I would love to just see... There's still so much in the comic universe which has yet to be tapped in the MCU and that is that is what I want to see. I am happy to throw my money at Marvel for the rest of my life if they keep <laughs> churning out films like this. I think that's uh, absolutely right. Uh, me too. And um, so let's, let's take a break there. And uh, when we come back, we will be ranking our favourite... Marvel Cinematic Universe Heroes. Okay, Meryl, so here we go. We're going to try and rank the heroes of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Every film from 2008's Iron Man through to 2017's Black Panther. We're in 2018, Stefan. I beg your pardon, we most certainly are. Shall uh, Shall I edit that? No, I think we should keep it in. <laughs> uh, all right. We're, uh, Meryl says we're keeping it in. Uh, so, uh, here, some ground rules. Uh, first of all, these are the heroes, not the villains, with one notable exception, I think, uh, and we'll, we'll come to him. Uh, but in general, you know, Marvel is about the heroes, the villains, until I think, hopefully, well... Uh, I think Thanos is going to be good. Actually, uh, Killmonger in Black Panther was... Um, oh, yeah. No, actually, the I think the first villain for a long time uh, that we've had some genuine... Uh, sort of, you know, real real meat. On, exactly. Meat on the bones. And um, what meat, ladies? <laughs> what meat? No, I'm, uh, I'm not going to judge this villain by his looks. That would be wrong. No, in, in all honesty, in all honesty, um, what a fantastic villain he was. Really um, three-dimensional character. Uh, really, really... Um, for me, possibly the best character even in that film. Well, well, interesting. Well, we'll... we'll, um, we'll I mean, <laughs> he, uh, in, in, it's, it's a genuine shame, actually, that um, he's been... Uh, spoiler alert uh, has been killed off at the end of that film whether um, you know in comics they resurrect people all the time uh, we haven't had a genuine resurrection uh, in the MCU uh, yet, prob- yet. Uh, I don't think we have anyway and I would argue better off that we don't maybe I think so we'll save the resurrections for Easter ah nice one nice one very good um, so let's uh, let's start then with 2008. And what we're going to do, we're going to go chron- chronologically through each film as it's come out. Can you tell he has a history degree? And uh, and pick through uh, each hero as they make their debut. So in some cases they will debut uh, long before they get their own film. True. Uh, sometimes they don't get their own film at all, uh, or at least not yet. So um, let's. Let's start then with um, 2008's Iron Man. And of course, uh, the hero there is Iron Man. Uh, And Tony Stark, what a fantastic film for the MCU to begin with. Yeah. Um, Iron Man was not a character that I myself was particularly familiar with growing up as a kid. Uh, He didn't have a cartoon in my generation. No. Um, Did he? Did he? I mean, certainly not a... It certainly... Did he appear occasionally in the Spider-Man cartoon? I don't remember him appearing in the Spider-Man Maybe, maybe just a one-off or two. I mean, I didn't really watch the Spider-Man cartoon, I have to, I have to confess. Um, so... Perhaps a cameo here or there. I think, you know, I was certainly aware of the character, mm. but didn't know too much. And I thought that 
Um, number one, it was a great film. It was a great film. Bringing in, uh, introducing a character that obviously would have been introduced in a very different context than the comics into yes. a modern war situation. Yeah, yeah, very, um, very well done. Skillfully done, and of course, a great uh, commercial hit for Marvel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. early on, which paved the way. Absolutely, and I mean, I think. Okay, so as we're going chronologically, and this is the first film, and it's the Iron Man film, and it stars Iron Man, Iron Man is automatically number one on our list at this point. He is one of one. Now, whether he remains number one after we introduce another 30 or so characters going through this list, we'll see. Uh, But, I mean, I just think a very likeable character, even when he's, um, you know starts off in Iron Man 1 as an arms dealer, you know, yeah. you know a, a sort of character in a very shady business, to say the least, yet still likeable. Very uh, likeable, very... I mean, from the opening scene where he's, you know, posing with the soldiers yeah, and yes, telling right. not to throw up the gang signs. Yes, that's right. Um, you know, very, very funny character. And that humour and that wit certainly follows him sure. doing it in every film that he's been in. And the tra- uh, That's right. And the transformation he goes through. Um, I mean, obviously, he's a different person by the time we get to uh, certainly the Avengers. Uh, I mean, a, transform- a major transformation happens in Iron Man 1. Uh, Iron Man 2, he's facing sort of daddy issues. Um, can't say I remember a great deal about what goes on in Iron Man 3, actually. I mean, uh, the weakest of the three. bordering on uh, alcoholism? Well, uh, there's, there's that sort of... They, they hint at the, at the uh, Demon in the Bottle storyline from the comic books a couple of times throughout the, what let's call the Iron Man trilogy. Um, but of course, it, uh, the main thing about Iron Man 3 was his encounter with the Mandarin, uh, or someone who turned out to not actually be the Mandarin. Except uh, perhaps he was, according to the sort of secret one-shot mini mini movie that they did. I know a, a play uh, which I didn't within a see. film within a yeah yeah. MCU. It was. Um, I mean, you know, we're not here to review the films. We're here to to you know say how much we like the characters. So I'm going to go ahead and say Tony Stark is one of my favourite characters. Iron Man is one of my favourite heroes, and he's automatically at the top of our list at the moment because he is the only hero of. Um, of Iron Man. You know, we have the other characters. We have Obadiah Stane, Warmonger as the we villain. Have we have Happy Hogan, I know, I know. But I'm not going to count him because he's not a... Uh, he's lovely, we but he's not a hero. Uh, also, huge fan of Pepper Potts, don't get me wrong, but we're focusing on the heroes. And I'm not going to count um, War Machine uh, because uh, he appears in Iron Man too. I this mean, is- yes... Rhodey appears in Iron Man 1, played, of course, by a different actor, by Terence Howard as opposed to Don Cheadle. But uh, uh, the the character or the hero of War Machine, we have to wait until Iron Man 2 for that. So so let's move on from, from Iron Man. And uh, the next film, actually, that we got in terms of release date is, uh, I think, often forgotten about, and that's The Incredible Hulk. Uh, so... Yeah, okay. I think often, I think they hadn't quite strung together the Marvel, and then quite planned the Marvel Cinematic Universe together that tightly no. by this point. I mean, I um, almost forget that the Incredible Hulk was MCU. And yeah, not I often Hulk do too. Films that came before. Okay, so um, let's but, think but about I mean, and it really it's be just because I think the 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 sort of closing like the teaser scene at the end of the credits or partway through the credits is uh, Tony Stark appears. Yes. Um, but otherwise, it functions very separately, I think, with maybe the odd Easter egg here or there. But, okay, so, you know, there's only one person to talk about. They, they, they make it very easy for us early on. So there's only one character to talk about, one hero to talk about, and that is um, the Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. Okay, so um, let's go toe-to-toe. Banner versus Stark. In terms of intellect, well, I I think they're probably on a on a level playing field there. But you know, who do we like more? This is about who our favourite characters are. I, I think I think you know, if we said the best vil, uh, the best heroes are, then people would argue with us. But who if we say who we like the, the most, strongest Avenger. Let's not try and open that trap door. 
So what what are you saying? I'm saying yes, let's definitely go with who we like because who is the strongest Avenger definitely caused a lot of problems. That's right. You'd have, you know, the big debates, um, you know, about raw power between people like um, the Hulk and Thor, for example. And uh, Thor didn't like it in his most recent film. No, no, he didn't. No, that's right. They they did fight, didn't they? I can't remember how that scene ended. Um so in terms of who who do we like more? I've, I've got to say, I think this one for me is quite e- quite easy. I think in the running now, it has to be it has to be Tony Stark. Okay. I think all the features that we really do like about the Hulk, um, including his humor, that doesn't really surface in this movie. Yeah. Um, it come it came out perfectly in the first Avenger film. There yeah. were definitely moments where he stole the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think Hulk was done right in The Incredible Hulk to even. That's right. It was uh, Edward first. Norton, wasn't it? It mm. was. And I really wanted it to be more successful than it was, but it, it just was not. Sure, sure. Okay. So, I mean, you know, we've only got two heroes to talk about at the moment. Uh, so he's at the bottom of the list at number two. Uh, I suspect he will not stay at number two. Uh, all the way through. I doubt this. So let's move on then to Iron Man 2 was the next chronologically released film. Now that has the debut of, as we've talked about, of uh, War Machine. Uh, So uh, it also has Scarlet Witch's first appearance, initially undercover by by a a different name, Uh, but she uh, comes out as Natasha Romanoff. You say Scarlet Witch. I said Scarlet Witch. I, of course, did not mean Scarlet Witch. I mean, do you know why? Of course, it's Scarlet Johansson, yeah. who, uh, who... Oh, God, what do I mean? Who's in the, what's her name? What's the character's name? Black Widow. That's exactly who I mean. You weren't helping me there. I'm sorry. I just found it so funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've got two more characters in the running here. Now, um, Black Widow, strong debut. Yes. Um, do we, did, we, did we need her to not be... Black Widow for the first half of that movie. Do we need her to be undercover as like a Tony Stark's new potential sort of secretary position? Was it? Uh, it was. It... I mean, it added some humor to the film. Um, yeah. It provided a way for her to be a part of this movie, um, and linking into Nick Fury and what his yes, project actually, was. We haven't. I haven't mentioned Nick Fury yet. I can't remember which film he makes. An appearance, and I suppose do we do we want to do we want to rank Nick Fury as part of this list, or is he more of a sort of convener of a group rather than member of it? Let's keep it simple and leave um, Nick Fury out. Because he, I mean, he only physically does something. Um, he fire, he shoots down a helicopter or something. I think in one of the Avengers films, but I, I think that's. He he's not sort of a hero who goes into the action, uh, so okay, let's 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 leave him on the sidelines. And I think actually, likewise for um, Phil Coulson. Oh um, yeah, we're not going to deal with Agents of Shield. We're both fans. We're both still watching. Yeah, okay, maybe 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 fans is 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 sort of slightly overselling it, but we're we're committed to it. Uh, and I like Phil Coulson, but he's not a hero, so no. we're gonna we're gonna leave him to the side. So in terms of Black Widow, where are we ranking her? Okay, so in terms of Black Widow, and I suppose we need to think of, you know, in this case with someone like the Hulk, two very different personalities. We might we need to sort of think of both of them. Yes. Because, you know, until the most recent Thor film, Hulk himself didn't have a great amount of character, um, but we have. In um, uh, Bruce Banner, we have a uh, you know in in Mark Ruffalo's interpretation of Bruce Banner, we have a uh, a quite likable character. Oh, definitely. Um, would is Black Widow? Do we like Black Widow more than we like um, Bruce Banner slash the Hulk? I think that Black Widow is a great character. I think she's a strong, powerful female character. Um, she is an ultimate badass. Yeah. But I think in terms of popularity with the fans, arguably, I think there might be a reason why she has not had her own film to date. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wonder if they've done enough with the character for her to be a prominent enough hero 
to take the main stage. Whereas I think that arguably... It's hard to do a Hulk movie. It is hard to do a Hulk movie. But he adds more when he is in a film alongside another hero than potentially Black Widow does. I think you might be right there. I, I think I'm inclined to agree with you. Now, I mean, there are rights issues as to why they haven't made a standalone Hulk film. Uh, but like, but also I think they fear that he might not be able to carry it. Um, and so when you look at these two characters, both of whom haven't had their own films, both of whom are contributing to a, a, a different, somebody else's starring film. Um, you know, Black Widow brought a lot to the Captain America films. Um, but Hulk has brought a lot to Avengers and to Thor Ragnarok. Um, I think fan favourite stuff coming forward and all of that, I think we're going to keep the Hulk above Black Widow. Yeah. Which then brings us on to... Well, well, we want to make sure, just as a subject, but we're not going to put Black Widow above Iron Man. So our current order is... Black Widow would now be number two, but and Iron Man number one and Hulk number three. So you would put Black Widow above Hulk? That is what we just... Oh, sorry, no, 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 no the other way around, the other way around. No, you're right, you're right. So I, I beg your pardon. So uh, number three we're saying at the moment is Black Widow. Uh, so, um, Rhodey, uh, Colonel Rhodes, War Machine... So, Where do we place him? War Machine, a great character, bounces off really well with Iron Man, um, brings wonderful humour to the role, um, and we we finally see Rhodey in the War Machine uniform. We see him battle his buddy and essentially whoop his behind a little bit. So we, we definitely see uh, a side of the character we didn't see in the first movie. Now, I'm not entirely sure that I would rank him higher than Black Widow. Um, uh, I just feel that he doesn't bring anything that the character of Iron Man wouldn't already bring anyway. Yeah. Um, obviously not as strong as Iron Man, I'm sure all fans would agree. And for me, not as high as Black Widow. I, I, I agree entirely. I don't think there's any more to say about that. He's a perfectly fine character, has some good moments, um, but doesn't bring enough to the to the table uh, to put him higher than Black Widow. So, War Machine at number four. Uh, of course, just uh, I said we're not going to talk about the villains, uh, but just a, a shout out, um, just to sort of acknowledge uh, Mickey Rourke's Ivan Vanko. Fantastic. Great villain, you know, some funny moments, but in that film topped by... Um, Justin Hammer, Sam. Oh, Justin Hammer, that, that dancing! I know, I know. Yeah. Pick, up, pick up the pieces. Um, fantastic use of music, uh, and, a, and just a, you know, a, a joy to see him on screen. You know, steals pretty much every scene he's in. It was a um, really well cast film. It was um, for me my favorite of the Iron Man films. Iron Man Two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now let's move on then to the first Thor film. So of course we've got a uh, the debut of the title character Thor. What do you make of Thor? Um, I love Thor. I love Thor. I love him in this movie. Now again, Thor, a character, um, was aware of growing up, but didn't know too much about the character until the film came out. So I thought it was a strong debut to introduce Thor. Um, quite a bold move for Marvel, essentially to introduce a god into um, a universe which, uh, at this point, we hadn't seen any elements of uh, like the supernatural or fantasy or, being yeah, brought or magic in. Yeah, magic or anything like that. So, really, really well done. Um, and I just thought it was a really strong debut, a real fish out of water in Thor coming to Earth. Um, we see a lot of the flaws of the character, much like we do with Iron Man, um, in that he often leaves with his muscles before his head sometimes. Yeah, yeah, arrogant, and, um, you know, he's a very proud character in oh, the first sure. film. And also the second, uh, you know, has a humbling experience in the third. Um, I like Thor as a character. Um, there are times when I think he's one of my 
absolute favourites. Yeah. Uh, and the first Thor movie really made a, a real impact on me. Um, they they don't. The second Thor two is or Thor the Lost the Lost World uh, is. Um, it was Thor the Lost or the movie. Dark World. I can't remember. Um, it, yeah, no, it, it wasn't uh, the Dark World. It wasn't a great film. Um, I think I'm going to say though that on the whole, I would put for me, I put Thor above. Um, I put Thor above the Hulk. And, Definitely. Uh, I, so that would put him in second place at the moment on this list. I would agree. I think he's a strong character, one of the strongest we've seen so far. But does he take Tony Stark's spot? Not for me. Right. So that makes uh, Thor our new number two and moves everyone else down one. Uh, but more changes potentially to come. Because uh, we do have also introduced, and I'm going to also make an executive decision here. I haven't discussed this with you, but the other heroic figures that we find in Thor... Xena, uh, Jackie Chan, they're gone. Yes, yes. Uh, the Warriors 3, uh, we're not going uh, no, to pay attention to them. No, fantastic characters, but... Heimdall, I like Heimdall, but we're not going to, to acknowledge him. There is not um, enough time in the day to rank all of our lovely heroes. No, that's right. I mean, Odin, again, you know me, I'll watch anything with Anthony Hopkins in. Uh, I adore him being part of that franchise, but he's not one of the main heroes, so we're going to uh, put him to the side as well. Now, I mentioned at the beginning that we were possibly going to talk about just one of the villains. That is Loki. And I can't actually it, now decide whether it whether we would be foolish to break our rule of not discussing the villains and going only with heroes. I know he's a bit of an anti-hero um, rather than a straight-up villain And he times. does try to do the right thing. There are times where he tricks us into thinking he is a hero. Yes. Yes, uh, and uh, we fall for it um, a number of times over. I always do. In that sense, I'm dumber than Thor. <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, I, mean, I, 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 think, I think we're going to set Loki aside as well. I, I just think, think if we're going to have difficult. a policy... And, yeah, I think if we're going to have a policy of ranking the heroes, then they need to be unambiguously a hero. Okay, so let's. Um, so we're going to then move on. I think from uh, from Thor uh, and talk about Captain America. Now uh, this is where introduced it's in get the next difficult. film, the first Avenger. Um, okay, so Cap. I love Cap. I think he's a great character. I think it's hard to do the essential Boy Scout routine justice, um, but I think. Cap does it really well. He's such a, uh, such a warm character. He's got a big heart, and essentially that's the the core of this, of who this character is. Um, but even when he evolves into Captain America, um, it's his heart that makes him the hero that he is. Now, for me, I, I would rank. Captain America very high. I know you would. I figured you would. Um, you know, the question is, are we putting him... Okay, let's let's go through it. Of the three, the sort of, you know, the, the Holy Trinity, as it were, were, the Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman equivalents, we've got Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. Captain America, do you slash we like him more... Than Thor. Oh, this is tough. This is really tough. And we've got to remember this is as much as we can remember, taking in across where the characters are now. So not just, you know, do we like the Thor of Thor more than the Captain America of Captain America? This is yeah. everywhere they've got to throughout this experience, as far as we're as far as um Black Panther, but before um um Infinity War. This is tough. I think just to remind those listening currently we have iron man at number one we have thor at number two. two now i i'm struggling now to think whether i like captain america more than thor but when it comes down to captain america versus iron man i mean we essentially had these characters go head to head yes and i thought i'd go one way 
and ended up going another. Right. So I thought I'd be Team Iron Man and was probably Team Captain America. But thinking about where these characters are now, I think the third Thor movie was so strong. Mm-hmm. A different vibe for the character, the one that worked. And in terms of what's happened to Captain America's character, it's kind of been the same tone throughout. Well, I mean, he's... So he's... As of where we currently are, he's on the run, isn't he? Um, You know, we had that fantastic... You know, Captain America's Civil... um, Well, Captain America the Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. Both great films. I I like the period pieceness of of the first event, uh, first avenger i do like the uh the um world war 2 setting um i mean it's he's gone in interesting directions he's looking to be going in in you know another even more interesting direction with uh infinity war judging by the trailer he's seemingly breaking away from that boy scout image as well yeah perhaps a little darker um I mean, you know, beards automatically people go darker, don't uh, don't they? You know, if a hero's sporting a beard, and it's it, it's clear that they're sort of you know the rougher one. Ladies now. again, it's a good look. So, I I I think for me, and this kind of surprises me because I I do very much. I'm not prepared to put Cap above Iron Man. No, I think I would agree. Would you like to put him above Thor? Because I could be persuaded, but I'm not sure. I think... I think Captain America... Sh- oh, I think he should go above Thor. <sighs> Tell me why. Oh, put me on the spot. I think he's been throng- uh, throng? I think he's been strong in all three of his films. Whereas... In Thor 2, the film didn't do the character justice. But that's not... that I, I completely agree. But, you know, if it's... In a way, we kind of want to separate the films... I don't know how much we can actually separate the films from the characters. But, um, you know, if someone has a dodgy film, but they're still a good character, I mean, uh, it, will, it, it will inevitably rub off, won't it? I mean, but you're right, all the Cap films have been good to great, whereas the Thor films have been more hit and miss, you know, that's uh, compared to the Cap films, certainly. In terms of humour, we have to go with Thor. So funny. Yeah, yeah, he's more, I mean, there's been more humour. If Um, we want to talk about who is more, since we're ranking ranking the heroes, we want to talk about who is more heroic... It's Cap, isn't it? It is. Cap has none of the arrogance that Thor has, um, which, you but know, it, it endears us to him. the things but... that we like about these characters, how human and relatable they are, <laughs> arguing that Thor is more human. Oh, well, that's, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> um... Okay, if we're going on our personal preference... I'll tell you what, you want, you want, Cap, you want Cap higher than Thor, I'll meet you there. Yeah. I think I will. Um, I'm not really sure why. And if we did this tomorrow, I might have a different opinion. I could be persuaded the next minute that we made the wrong decision. But I, I sort of think... There's just... Again, he's the sort of heart. He's the sort of glue. He is. Um, who is who is the one who can move Thor's hammer, even ever so slightly? It was it was Cap, and Thor's eyes bulge at that. Remember, Age of Age of Ultron. Um, I don't know. There's a there's a true heroic heart, I think there, and I'm. If you want to, I'm just about prepared to put Cap above Thor. Twenty second. No, 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 we're not going to do joints. Okay. If, if, we, if we can avoid it. Let's do it. Okay. So that places uh, Captain America as our new number two. Thor is now, now number three. Everyone else moves down. So Hulk four, Black Widow five, War Machine six. Now, um, it's not over yet 
because we also have making his debut, albeit in a rather different fashion to what we get used to in uh, the first Avenger, uh, Bucky. Bucky. James Buchanan Bucky Barnes. I love Bucky. I think he's great. And I think Bucky to Captain America is the war machine to Iron Man. And so I think he has to rank around the same place. Now the question is, is Bucky stronger? Not speaking, but is he a stronger character than War Machine? I'm going to say yes to that. I, I, I think, he's, think he's, he's definitely above. I mean, hopefully we can place him where we've got so far. We can place him quite quickly. I think he's. I think I like him more than War Machine. <sighs> mm, maybe it's not as easy as I thought. Uh, less than Black Widow. Less than Black Widow. Do you want to say that? I think so. Okay, that's fine. Let's do that. So we're going to have Bucky taking the new number four slot. Uh, sorry, the new number. Oh, I've already messed up this list. One, two, three, four, five. Taking the new six spot from War Machine, who slips down to number seven. Bucky with the good hair, as I like to call him. Beyonce fans, I hope you can relate. His hair alone takes right. him to at least that position. Uh, I've realised that we've made a minor mistake. We need to backtrack slightly mm. because... Um, we and And we talked about him off-air as well. We forgot that Thor is technically the first appearance of Hawkeye. Oh, it is, of course. Uh, so, uh, a character who's str- I think, has struggled to find his place in the hearts of fans and in the, um, in, in the MCU. I think, and I think part of the struggle comes with characters like Black Widow and Hawkeye who don't have a superpower, don't have a billion-dollar bank account and cool, fun gadgets to play with, don't have the superior intellect that many of our heroes have but what they do offer is some pretty cool badass fighting skills and, and you know some interesting dialogue as well I mean I, I, I like him but I don't love him I, I think don't. I'm going to say for us that we need to think I still I, mm, I think I place him above War Machine He's getting a bit of a raw deal at the moment, but... Uh, above, yeah, above. Do you not? No, maybe not. He's below Bucky. He, he, uh, yeah, okay. He's below Bucky. He, wait, okay. he's below Black Widow, okay. for sure. Below Black Widow. Below Bucky? You like Bucky quite a bit. I, I, I don't quite like him as much as you do, but that's not saying a lot. Um... We could put him above Bucky. I'm trying to think what Bucky's done up to this point. Bit tough to remember. I mean, he was essentially the villain for a large portion of Cap's second film. Uh, I'm a bit of a loss to remember what goes on in terms of Bucky in in Captain America's Civil War, if anything. Well, we find out what Bucky did to Tony Stark's parents. That's right. So, yeah. I mean, for that alone, do we have to bump him down a bit? I mean, even though it wasn't <laughs> I really mean, uh, yeah, yeah, of course he was black. He was um, brainwashed. Um, Hawkeye's a really skilled, great hand-eye coordination. Uh, yeah, yeah, good good when you're playing sports and uh, I mean, he's and the good kind of person you want on your first-person shooter team. That's right, but would you want him right? I mean, did he or did he not contribute less then, well, with the possible exception of Black Widow to the Battle of New York in the first Avengers. He did, and even when they tried to and flesh fact, out his was... character by bringing his family, yeah, did I, I necessarily... I mean, I liked that. I, 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 kind of, I kind of liked that they gave him something. I'm glad that Something that no one else something. has, actually. Because he doesn't have the powers that anyone else has, but what he's got is um, a sort of secret home life, in a way, and a, and a pleasant and a normal one. So where do we place him? All right. I'm going to say that we place Hawkeye. Okay. I like him at the moment. Call me whatever. I like him more than Bucky. Yeah. I say in between Black Widow and Bucky. Okay. In between Black Widow and Bucky goes 
or Kai. I mean, for the record, I would place Bucky a little bit higher because of his hair, but hey. <laughs> Fine. All right, good. Let's, uh, let's move swiftly on. Uh, now, touching upon Marvel's, the first film, uh, The Avengers, or Avengers Assemble, as it was known uh, over here in Europe, um, I'm just trying to remind myself whether we had any... Uh, anyone make their sort of first real appearances and you know apart from people like Phil Coulson and Maria Hill um, no new heroes no uh, thankfully so we can move uh, swiftly on from that the next chronological film to be released is uh, Iron Man 3 and again I think fortunately uh, we don't have uh, a new hero to, to, to deal with there uh, this is the, see, we've taken a long time at the beginning, but we can now whittle through most of the sequels uh, because we're not getting... We're not quite into the... Surely a new wave of the MCU, but not a new wave of characters because it feels like you have your day ones, your Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. And then there's definitely the new generation that's up and coming. Um no, that's right. So I think, actually, we're not going to find... Uh, just just flicking through uh, the special list I have here. Uh, yes, okay, so we do have one new hero uh, make his appearance in Captain America the Winter Soldier, and uh, that's uh, Anthony, Mackie, Anthony Mackie's Falcon. Of course, great character. Fun character. Very likeable. Um, you know, fun character, fun actor. We haven't had much time to get to know him. No. To get to like him, really. He does hate... He has a quite a fun moment in um, Ant-Man, does he not? He does when he's fighting Ant-Man. Um, really lovely moment. Now, a secondary character for sure. Um, so I'm thinking we're going to place him around the same place as War Machine and Bucky. Yeah, I think he's not going to be threatening the top of the list. Um, but Do that's... we like him more than War Machine? Um, I just don't know if we've seen enough of this character, of this hero. I it's it's a tough one because they've both suffered from lack of screen time. Uh, Rhodey's had more screen time, obviously. Um, there was something that was. I mean, I, he didn't. I don't feel like there was a lot to him in the Winter Soldier, um, but I I do remember that scene. You know, it wasn't a long one, but it was a fun one with him in Ant Man, um, and 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 he does at least bring something different. He's not essentially a black version of Iron Man. Um, you know, Iron Man and War Machine are very similar. Have you know? There's, I mean, obviously, because the suits, you know, the War Machine suit is based off of Iron Man's suit. I they fulfil the same yeah. role and space in a team. I think with War Machine, what War Machine is to Iron Man, essentially, a slightly less good version in terms of armor and suit is kind of what Bucky is to to Captain America. Um, great heart great soldier but not as strong as cats and i think there definitely is this new element that's brought in the question is do we like that more than we like these characters okay so if we're not are we not just just to say if we're not sure that um falcon is better than war machine then placing him below war machine places him at the bottom of our list now that doesn't mean that he's going to stay in the bottom no. he might he might not um but do we feel that that's where we're going to put him for now? I I'm think inclined to say yes. I'm inclined to say yes. I, I really do like the character. I, I really feel there were no losers on this list. They're really on. I just feel that I, I would like to see more done with him. Yeah, and I think, A I mean, it's going to come. Character. It will come. Okay, so let's, uh, let's move on then from... Uh, from the Winter Soldier, and here we have now. Here's this. This is where things are going to get difficult because we've now got a film in which we have to talk about four, or five, or six new characters. Because Hit of me. course, now we're heading over to Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Here we go. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to have to do this. And, you know, I'm almost inclined to say maybe we do this in a, you know, maybe we, we take a break here or maybe do this as a part two of our podcast, a different podcast, because we've been, we've been going for 38 minutes um, and we're now getting to a, a lengthy section. I almost want to say, do, you, do we want to split this up? I think this has been such a lengthy task that we may have to. Okay, folks. Well, I think what we're going to do here is um, draw this episode of Cutie and the Geek to a close. Uh, and we will have a second episode come out, uh, hopefully in relatively swift succession, to continue this ranking. Uh, so let's uh, sign off. And we'll be doing uh, that as soon as I can get this to stop recording. Do we want to just do a quick rundown of what we've got so far? Oh, what a good idea. So our current ranking is number one, Iron Man. Number two, Captain America. Number three, Thor. Number four, The Hulk. Number five, Black Widow. Number six, Hawkeye. Number seven, Bucky. Number eight, War Machine. And number nine, Falcon. Now, next time, we'll continue on, starting from Guardians of the Galaxy. That's going to make things a whole lot more involved. Uh, But it's uh, been good. I think it's been a good experience to do this so far. We'll try to beat a bit of a faster pace next time. We've got a lot of characters to reel through and um, a lot of great characters coming up, so I can't wait. Wonderful. Well, that'll do for Cutie and the Geek. Uh, Thank you for joining us for this part one uh, of an unexpected part two, a two-parter on ranking the Marvel Cinematic Universe heroes. Uh, If you like this podcast, uh, please do subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Uh, Do like, um, review if you would like. Uh, We're very, very new at this. And so if there's actually anyone out there listening to us at all, uh, please let us know and let us know what you think, even if uh, it's constructive criticism. Obviously, you know, we're not going to get better at this unless people give us uh, tips and advice and hints. Except you, Mum. Keep your criticism at home. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Uh, Family can cut deep, can't they? Uh, So um, at this point, uh, just to say, I'm Stefan. And I'm Meryl. And we're saying stay geeky.